Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. All right, welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. And this is our brand performance podcast. You know, I'm really excited about this episode today because we have Harry Constantinitis with us. Oh my gosh, Harry, I know that didn't come out smooth but you're going to correct me. You know, so who is Harry? He comes to us from Ontario, Canada. He's a business owner. He's an inspirational thought leader, and he's also a public speaker. Now, this is the thing that I've learned. Somebody in my network said, hey, Harry is somebody that you need to connect with. And he was absolutely right, because I love what you do on LinkedIn. It's just so rich. You have this fascinating spirit about you, Harry. And so that's why I am just so excited that you're our guest today. Oh, I'm so happy to be here and I appreciate the kind words. It means a lot to me, Marlo. Thank you. You know, when we were kind of getting started and getting to know each other, you, you know, we just had this wild connection. You were kind of coming together with, with a concept that, you know, you're really starting to put some thought towards. And it was really fascinating. It's about like the flow state of work, you know, like the conversation that we had, I was getting ready to lead a mastermind team um, for our monthly mastermind. And your topic was so spot on about like workflow and like the flow of everything. And then you brought to, to light, you know, that you were doing this RAS. And so I'm kind of teasing the audience here, but let's go there for a minute. Let's, what is RAS and why does that interest you this, so much? Absolutely. So you know, for the last two years of my life, I've been in utter contemplation. I had to remove all toxicity from my life, which included toxic relationships, a job of 14 years that was toxic to my life. And so it left me the last two years really reevaluating a lot of things, what's important to me. And so it made me think all the way back to since I was a kid, I was like, well, what have I always been into? Like, what makes me tick? And it started making me think back to when I was a kid. And I always wondered, you know, I always had these deep thoughts as a kid, like, why do these things happen? How come whatever I think about actually turns out that uh, becomes reality? How come, you know, am I special? Am I gifted? Am I different? Am I uniquely bad? Is there a problem with me? Like, do I see things other people don't see? And so all of these things were questioned my whole life. And so finally, now I've come to realize that Every single thing in my life, and I'd like to say most people's lives, most everyone's life, has been created by themselves. Now, you can't create your the environment you're born into. Some people are just born into unhealthy, unnatural, unsafe environments. I mean, there's all places around the world where these kids are disadvantaged significantly, right? And But, you know, for us here in North America, we can only speak of our North American culture, what it's like to live in North America. So... You know, everything that's happened to us happened because we thought about it and they're all based on our own actions. And every single piece of behavior that you exhibit is because your brain told you to do it. So now it's a matter of, okay, if your brain told you to do it, then what are you telling your brain? Because they're two separate entities. The one you, the one you put your inputs into and then your body actually then 
um, begins to move. It begins to create behavior based around what your mind's telling you. And that's what RAS is. It's the filter in your brain that removes all outside unnecessary stimuli to bring you only the stimuli that are important to you. And that's why what you're thinking becomes your reality. That is why everything that's ever happened in your life is because you created it. Subconsciously, some people don't know this because it happened subconsciously behind the scenes, but that's what this article is about. It's to reveal to you how that actually goes down. Yeah. It's like Tony Robbins says, what you focus on, you grow, right? And so it's intention. I'm hearing intention. I'm hearing clarity. I'm hearing alignment. So what are you finding out? The more that you've done the research, like you said, you you wrote a beautiful article on LinkedIn. It's um, unlocking your RAS and how to turn your thoughts into a conscious reality. I love that that you have this, this approach to wanting to hack it. Talk to us about that. Absolutely. So how many times do you take inventory of your own thoughts? It's like, because they're your own thoughts, it's weird, right? Because they're your own thoughts, you're like, well, how do, why would I need to take inventory of their mind? And when I want to create them, I just go there. But it's actually not true. And if you actually take inventory of your own thoughts and you really put them down in a piece of paper, you'll see what you're made out of and you'll see what your next move is literally going to be. And so that's how you hack RAS. You have to say to yourself, what are the things that are most important to me? And it may not be a series or a list. It may just be one specific thing. And so, you know, breakups are a great example of how RAS works because when you break up with someone, especially if you really cared about them, right, they're always on your mind. And so every song you hear is going to remind you of them. Every place you go is going to remind you of every smell you smell. So every one of your senses will be heightened because that's all you're thinking about. And so that's not a good way to get over your ex, is it? If you're constantly thinking about that. Instead, you hack your RAS by telling yourself, you know, whatever positive affirmations you have to say to yourself, this isn't the end, there's other people, I'm beautiful, I deserve more, I'm all of these things. And so that's what's going to bring you that special person. Otherwise, you're never going to find them. What if you're horrible at meeting people and you don't have, you know, any game, so to speak, and you're constantly saying to yourself, well, I don't know how to pick up people or approach people or introduce myself. And so how do you think you're ever going to meet someone? How do you think you're ever going to get that job? How do you think you're going to meet that special person? How are you ever going to get close if that's all you're telling yourself? So it's about positive affirmations. It's about legitimately wholeheartedly putting into your your spam filter, your brain, which is RES, the things that are most important to you, but you got to wholeheartedly believe in them. It's got to be ingrained in the fabric of your being. You need to know, you know, and whatever it is, your RS don't care if it's true or false or if it's superficial or if it's controversial, it's going to show you. So, you know, right. you got to hack it. You got to hack it with positive affirmations. So, and here's the thing too, we do these maverick mantras, right? And one of the the mantras that we speak within our brand is speak what you want to see, you know, speak as though it's there, like, what is it? And that's totally this reticular um, activated system that you are mentioning, you know, because you do, you have to speak it for it to be it. And I think there's such power there. And, And what I'm hearing you say here is you're giving people back a lot of power. Well, yeah, the, the, the this funny thing about it is, is we all have this power. Mine doesn't. Mine is not different than yours. We all have this hidden superpower, and you don't need to be spiritual. You don't to be. You don't need to be a, a neuroscientist. 
You don't need to be involved in neurology or biology or any spirituality whatsoever to understand this. It's a scientific fact. It is part of your biological makeup. It is there, and you need to understand that it's there, and you need to understand what it's doing. And so you reverse engineer everything. Well, why do I think I can? And then you go back to this and realize, well, that's why. You know, everything I see and do reminds me of this. It reminds me I'm not good at that, but it also reminds me on the flip side that I'm good at this. And so away you go, right? And um, you got to hack it. Like I said, you got to hack it. You got to understand it. And you need to know what's most important in your life. Listen, sometimes people don't know what's important, right? Sometimes how they look is what's important. Sometimes where they work is important. Sometimes the money they have is important. Everyone has all these important uh, things going on in their life. The thing you need to understand about RAS is it doesn't know whether it's right or wrong. It doesn't know whether you're being superficial, artificial, inspirational, motivational. It doesn't know. It's just going to go to work on what you're feeding it. So what are you feeding it? What kind of food are you giving it? Mm, brilliant. Now let's let's put this in the conversation of workflow, right? Because that's kind of where it stemmed from. I mean, we were having such a rich conversation. I said, hey, I want you to be a guest. I want you to speak to my my leadership team on this because it's just a powerful conversation because I believe the power, you know, you've got to get into that flow. It's like there's a runway to our productivity. And I think you have the ability. I mean, a lot of this aligns to that. So how can this align to workflow when you're thinking of our own productivity and shifting that mind in order to make that a reality? Well, teamwork is obviously at the forefront of any business. You got to work well with your teammates and it's all about your belief system, right? And so you have all these people working in an organization, especially in, in the corporate culture where you have these large institutions, right? And you have all of these different departments. You have customer service and sales and marketing and logistics. And then you have social media uh, arms. So there's all these different departments within an organization. You have all these different employees, but it comes down to the belief system. And if my belief system differs from your belief system, we're going to have a kink in the chain. And we're going to have a broken link to that chain. So RES is really about, you know, the leaders are supposed to use RES to kind of teach their employees, hey, this is what's happening here. And if you think that your territory sucks, well, your territory is just going to always suck when you come into work. And I won't be able to make you see how it doesn't suck, but you will suffer. You won't want to call it. You won't be receptive to it. And you'll think that you're not going to make money. And guess what's going to happen? 30 days goes by and your commission says zero. So How does it affect your work? It affects your work very, very much. And so leadership has to take an effect. You need to have different leadership in today's work culture. You need to be completely aware that everything you say and do and everything you say and do affects me. Everything I say and do affects you and it affects the company. And so what is the mantra? What is your belief system? Do you believe that the sales department's good, but uh, logistics can't keep up with the orders? They keep messing it up? or you know, marketing sucks, but sales is great. And sales says, no, I'm the best. The marketing says, no, I'm the best. Well, that's leadership. That's all on leadership. And it's, and it's on leadership to come down to the whole organization to say, listen, what you're thinking, what this person's thinking are completely different. We all need to think the same thing. And that way, what you're doing is you're putting into all your RES systems the exact same belief. Now you get that. If you accomplish that, be the best organization on the planet. How does this tie into vision boarding, Harry? I mean, like, so, you know, we oftentimes hear of the vision board, right? 
planting the visual of what we want to have, whether it be our house or our career, whatever. How do you see this in alignment with, with vision boarding? Vision boarding is pretty much the exact same science. It's about visualization techniques that help your senses remind your IRS of what it is that's important to you. So a vision board is placed in front of you. So one of your senses, your, your visual ability can look at that, that house, that job, that marriage, that family, the ideal anything. And you keep looking at it. It's a constant reminder, right? And if you're pumping that into your RAS and it's automatically going to reveal that to you. So, you know, when you have certain sets of standards and certain requirements and you hold firm on them, you pump that into your RAS and that's all it cares about. That's all it's going to show you is all the people and opportunities and things that surround that. So, you know, that's why it's, it's critical that, uh, that you pump those parameters in there, the positive stimuli. So what's, you know, where did this become your reality, Harry? Like, where did your interest come into play with this concept and like why you've put so much research? I mean, you said, you know, when you were younger, you know, you had these thoughts about it, but what, what today has made this your reality? So a lot of changes occurred in 2018. I left the corporate world and really did nothing as little as possible. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to make a commitment to another corporate culture. I didn't want to do anything except study exactly what had happened to me, why I am the way I am, why did my life come to be the way that it is, how do I handle certain issues and concerns. And then I realized that what makes me happy is teaching others lessons, important, valuable lessons. What's important to me is spreading inspiration because I think that I'm pretty good at it. What's important to me is not teaching people how to gain maximum margin out of a client, but more on how to build a more bulletproof moral system. So I went from margin, from teaching margins to teaching morals, and that fills my heart. So this whole RAS thing is just about, you know, those are the things I'm thinking about. And that's why my reality became to be. I came to LinkedIn initially to get clients for my property maintenance company. But look what happened. I turned into a writer. I turned into a public speaker. It took me places because that's what I wanted. That's what I told myself that I wanted. That's what I pumped into my RES. And voila, via LinkedIn, via you, via everyone else, it took me to exactly where I wanted to go. So, I mean, and here, as people are listening to this episode, you know, and maybe they're having a day of doubt or maybe they're having a setback, listening to you speak that truth, I think is everything, you know, and the power that you allowed yourself to say, I really didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to work at anything. I want to work on me. And because you did, you're bringing this to light and you are having rich conversations. You are making an impact. So why is it important to make an impact and why is it important to inspire or motivate people, Harry? It's We all have a social responsibility to do this because we are chopping away at life and we're chopping away at mother nature. We are chopping away at each other and there's destruction and there's war and there's missiles and there's all this bad stuff happening on the street and people are dying and protesting and all this crazy stuff is going down that every time you turn on the news, it's all bad news. Where's the radio station that pumps out positive stuff? 
Um, again, back to LinkedIn, that's the only social media platform I'm on. Why? It's positive, inspirational, motivational, educational. It's the only source of media that I can get that produces those things. So that's why I'm there every day. So, but why is it important? It's important because everything I do matters to you. And everything Marlo does matters to me. And it could be as simple as paving the way for the next guy. And I'll tell you, those two years I took off, I whipped through my savings. I ate rocks for many months until I figured out what I wanted to do. And so it's called sacrifice. And the thing is about IRS or anything else, you know, why is it important? When you put anything at the forefront of your life, when you want something so bad and you want to go after it, you need to understand all the beauty that that thing is going to bring you and all the bad and all the pain and all the sacrifice that's that's needed. That way, when those things pop up, it doesn't surprise you or shock you, right? So why is it important? Again, why is it important? Because it's our social responsibility to do this. You have to tell people about RES, why you feel this way, why certain things happen to you in your life. You need to understand it. You need to spread positivity and joy because if we don't, then where is the world heading to? And if we're not going to do it, then who's going to do it? But we all have to do it. And we all have to step into this emotional leadership role because we can, because we're all good at it. And that's what the world the thing that I am enjoying the most about this conversation is the intention that you have. And I think bringing to light the power of intention and just knowing that, you know, what you desire within, what you, what you want, it's there. You have to have really good, strong intention because that intention brings the conviction. And then that conviction creates all kinds of action. Absolutely. And you know, so I think as people are listening to this, and I love that intention, you know, you you went out into a journey of the unknown and you you came out on the other side. You know, you turned that setback into a huge setup for your biggest comeback. This is gonna be the book that you write, the 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 platform in which you speak, right? Harry, I yeah. mean, this is just the start ground. And Absolutely. that to me is exciting. That's very exciting. You know, the one thing your most um, most important part of your life is your three sons. I mean, tell us how this this life and, and this journey is playing out for you to serve them. So for 14, call it even 20 across the various corporate gigs I had, it was never about ability. It was never about, it used to be about title sets. Listen, at some point in our life, we all wanted to have that particular title. We thought it would come with certain money. We thought that it would boost our happiness. But I discovered everything about happiness through some courses I took at Yale after I was already in my 40s. We're talking about a few years back. And I studied what happiness is because happiness is a study. You need to understand that happiness is this thing. It's this feeling in you can't create it physically. You can only feel it. And once you get to this place of happiness, you realize there's nothing to do with the title, nothing to do with how much money you have. That has nothing to do with any of those things. So, you know, when I was doing corporate, because I was, I had particular skill set in sales, I consider myself to be a very, very effective sales leader. I put up almost $100 million across my organization. We did big things. Is that who Harry is? No. And so I kept asking myself, why am I doing all of these things? And what's important to me? And the answer was always to get back to my family, more time with my family. You give me this role, 
You give me a role of manager, well, great. Now I need to be a VP. Well, you give me the role of VP, now I want your job. I want to be the CEO. And so it's just this constant climb and wanting. And 50K wants 100K and 100K wants 200K. They don't want to be a part of that anymore. And I said, if my family really is the most important thing to me, then why am I making that the nucleus of my life? Why am I putting everything else around that? Keeping that as the nucleus, keeping that at the forefront, and everything else should revolve around their schedule. And that should make me happy. And that's exactly what made me happy. And that's exactly why I stopped chasing money and I allow money to come to me. I don't let anyone's schedule dictate my life because my kids come first and foremost. My girlfriend, who's considered family, when I say family, I include her too. That's what matters to me. So why wouldn't I free up as much time to give them instead of chasing someone else's? Well, that's my So I've always said passion, not paychecks, right? And when you're chasing your passion, the paychecks will follow. They just do. And again, it, it goes into the RAS mindset of, you know, just the belief and just knowing that if you stay passionate, when you're most passionate, you're the happiest, right? They're like, that's where the joy is. And so your joy meter is always really high. Well, you vibrate at this beautiful frequency and then that becomes the ripple effect and you naturally bring more joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's huge. All right, my friend. So we're wrapping up the episode. Where can we find you? How can we connect to you? So you can go to my LinkedIn homepage. There you will find a ton of motivational posts, inspirational posts. You'll find my article. Stay tuned for more uh, publications upcoming. And at any time, if anyone wants to have a discussion on this, and you feel that I possess some type of skill set that can help further you in any particular area of your life, it is free of charge. And I'm here to help absolutely anyone at any time. And I'm more than happy to do it. So generous. And that's just what we would expect from you. You're just an amazing human. So thank you, Harry. This has been an absolute delight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Marlo. We invite you to share this podcast episode with others and thank you in advance for your partnership. If you enjoyed the episode and it left you feeling inspired, share your biggest takeaway on our Performing Get Paid community Facebook page. This is where we will engage and respond to your questions. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. Marlo.